Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Count that, that big bang. Alex Ferrario and Tanner Hendrickson. I'm Brandon Kylie. Alex is back in the studio. He uh, took a detour to, I think, the restroom <laughs> during the break. He's doing all right, though. He'll be okay. Haven't, uh, haven't vomited yet, though. If you missed the me. last segment, Price. you can check it out on the podcast page, 101ESPN.com. The free 101 at ESPN app is where you find it. It's all presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers. You can also find the video of Alex drinking coffee with mayonnaise as the creamer. On Twitter at 101 ESPN, on all of the other social media platforms as well. But right now, we're going out to the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line to be joined by our friend Ben Heisler. He's the managing editor over at BetSide, and you can find him on Twitter at Benny Heis, and he helps us try to get better at picking games over the weekend. Heis, we appreciate the time as always, man. How you doing today? I'm, I'm well, BK. I, I'm glad that we can be friends. I feel like with the results of this contest continuing to get worse and worse with these punishments like i'm glad we're friends but i'm also glad we're friends from a distance alex struggling right yeah, now. Heist, i'm gonna have to start texting you once these picks come up on fridays because <laughs> I, I can't take this anymore man like i know bk has suffered punishments but his have just been embarrassing i've just that was brutal i don't know if you've ever tried mayo in your coffee heist but i did i'd advise you not to buddy yeah as somebody who drinks coffee black the idea of anything in my coffee is usually a stretch let alone mayonnaise like I, i've heard about like the the ect oil that you're the mct oil i don't know I, I keep getting the letters mixed up like putting CBD? oil in your coffee is, don't, well, don't say oil no, that's that's something entirely different, which I would actually encourage. Um, but the concept of putting in, in mana, like, what are you going to do, like, Miracle Whip next? Like, what, what's happening? Yeah, well, usually I only do cream in my coffee and very little amount. But uh, now I'm going to start going in BK's uh, realm of uh, thinking and never use white yeah. gelatinous substances yeah, ever I've again. i said, stay away from them. <laughs> I, uh, Titans and Packers tonight. I... I strangely like the Titans side in this game. Plus three and a half is what I've got them at over at the FanDuel Sportsbook. Do you like a side or are we sticking with the under in the game on Thursday night? Yeah, I was able to get this under at 42 and a half. It's been moved down to 41 cents. There's a lot of reasons why I get the philosophy on Tennessee. They've been the best team over the last seven games in covering the spread. They're on a seven game winning streak against the spread. Uh, Derek Henry is going up against a Packers run defense that's in the bottom five uh, in yards per play allowed. Um, I mean, you you kind of know what Tennessee is going to go in expecting to do against Green Bay. Like the the writing is kind of on the wall. It's sort of up to the Packers to be able to stop it. Um, I, I prefer the under to a side only because game script kind of sets up for Tennessee to run the ball, take time off of the clock. Um, and, and I don't know whether or not we can necessarily trust Green Bay to 
all of a sudden find their offensive identity. They were able to find it in a, in a pretty remarkable comeback against Dallas. It was actually the first time in 195 games in Dallas Cowboys history that they blew a 14-point lead and lost the game in the fourth quarter. So I don't know if it's necessarily something we should look at for Green Bay as any sort of momentum builder or whether it was just spur of the moment, ideal opportunity. Uh, Watson was able to get himself open, and it was just sort of a one-off. So that's why I prefer the under. We both know that both teams are going to run. We know that that's going to be kind of how this game is dictated. And also, unders on Thursday night football have gone 17 and six over their last 23 games. So that's where I'm going with it. And I was able to be fortunate enough to get the better number before it moved to 41. Yeah, you're just betting on Al Michaels to be miserable again. Heist, I don't know what you're doing to him right there, but I am curious. I was looking at the prop bets. Uh, Christian Watson scoring a touchdown is plus 210. Are there any prop bets oh, that you a, like in this one? That's horrible. I, those are horrible odds. To, to score an anytime touchdown? Anytime Watson? touchdown, yeah. Sorry, BK I, rudely I, interrupted me. I I get the play. To me, I feel like those odds are are, are a little bit too short for somebody that really didn't get involved until last week. If if that was closer to maybe 300 or so, then I I think there'd be some serious, um, some serious opportunity. I I actually wrote uh, a couple of my favorite anytime touchdown props uh, over at BetSided for this game. Um, I like the tight ends. Uh, Robert Tanyan available at around three to one. You might be able to get him at plus 280 still. He actually leads Green Bay in targets and re- or not in targets, but in receptions this year. Uh, this is somebody that just a few years ago had almost uh, 10 touchdowns over the course of a season. Uh, he's been on, kind of on the short stick of regression, but that's also been a target of, of Rodgers not being able to really throw the ball downfield. Uh, going up against the Titans defense, it's actually struggled a little bit against tight ends. They've given up the, the fifth most yards to the position this year. And I also like uh, it flipped on the other side. With Austin Hooper, finally got to see him involved. He was a red zone target for several years, both with uh, Atlanta and then also uh, in his previous stop in Cleveland. He's available at six to one for an anytime touchdown. And then, also, if you want to kind of roll the dice a little bit, the, the Green Bay Packers defense still is able to generate pressure. And if, especially in the second half, if they're up in this game, Tennessee's not going to want to throw the ball because they have a terrible offensive line and no wide receivers. So now you give a Green Bay defense that hasn't really had much opportunities to to pin their ears back and go after the quarterback, a chance to go after Ryan Tannehill, who's still recovering from injury to make a play. All it takes is a fumble recovery or a a bad throw, and that's a pick six in Green Bay, and you can get that at six and a half to one. Uh, Hi, I just want want you to know that the prop bet that I love in that game is Robert Tunyon Jr. as an anytime touchdown score. So I wouldn't bet that if I was you. I would BK and I like this bet. Uh, No, I would would stay away because I'm typically wrong. We fade BK on this show, Heist. We fade BK. BK wasn't the one drinking mayonnaise in the coffee cup. Good, good, really, really good point there. Heist, that was unnecessary. Ben Heisler of Betsided <laughs> is our guest here on 101 ESPN. Heist, I did want to ask you about this Browns versus Bills game because there is expected to be three to six feet. No, that is not a misprint. Three to six feet of snow in Buffalo this weekend. There's already talk of potentially moving this game somewhere else. Do we just blindly bet the over? with the belief that they are going to move this game and the hope that it goes over if it is in a dome somewhere else? Is is that a decent bet right now at 42 and a half? I, I think what would happen and, and every sports book is different, but I, I think it's important to make sure that you know what the, the rules and ramifications would be. I, I think if the game gets moved, 
I think all these bets for the total get refunded, to be perfectly honest with you. I, I think that's an entirely different situation. And then you can start looking at where they reopen this game. Um, you know, because that, that's an entirely different change of scenario because people are betting it to be in a certain location mm-hmm. if that location gets moved. Um, then yeah, that that would probably be you know, problematic there. Um, I there's precedent for it. Adam Schefter tweeted that out a little bit earlier that they actually had to move a game out of Buffalo. I believe it was in 2014 due to snow. The game ended up being played in Detroit. Um, so honestly, my my philosophy on this is that if if you haven't bet the the under at this point, which which I did earlier in the week, um, you probably just sit tight for now because we just have no idea where this is going to go and. Uh, if there's a definitive ruling that this game will be played in Buffalo, uh, my guess is that there's probably not a number too low you can bet the other. Hmm. Hi, so I'm going to just get ahead of this now because of our pickums tomorrow. I'm assuming the Cowboys and Vikings game is going to be on there, and it's sitting at yeah. one and a half spread between one of those. And the Vikings are surprisingly the underdog after uh, their most recent victory. I, I I went into last week trusting the Dallas Cowboys defense, and they let me down. Like, do I trust the Dallas Cowboys defense against the Vikings again at minus one and a half? I am. I, I feel fairly confident that the Cowboys defense and also that the Cowboys offense are, are going to play well in this game against Minnesota. You're right. Like the Vikings have been kind of a statistical outlier. They've been really good. They've had a lot of comebacks, but you know what team was like that for a while? The New York Giants. And at some point they, they fell into a matchup that wasn't going to be good for them. And ultimately the better team prevails. Kirk Cousins, I know we've talked about it before. Like it's not really uh, much of a statistical argument, but he is seven and fourteen in late afternoon games over the course of his career. The numbers are fairly similar uh, to Kirk Cousins in prime time, which basically everybody considers to be an auto fade. But Minnesota's got a bad defense, you guys. Like they're bottom five in, in yards per play and points per play. They're not good at stopping the run. Um, there's a whole lot of issues with this Vikings team that Dallas, when their offense is humming, should be able to exploit relatively easily. Um, It's in a dome, so that's a a fairly comfortable surrounding for Dallas to be able to play in. Remember, they are playing in Green Bay last week. Um, I I took the Cowboys on the money line back when they were at minus 120. Um, That's kind of where they still are. You can get them at minus one. I I think that's a reasonable line as well. But I I think this is a good opportunity to, to sell high on Minnesota and I suppose buy low uh, on the Dallas Cowboys here. We're talking to Ben Heisler for another couple of minutes here on 101 ESPN. Heis, one of the things that I, I try to do is fade the public as much as possible. I've done a poor job of that this year in our actual picks, though. I saw earlier this week on Action Network, NFL public sides are 61-79-3 against the spread this year, which would be the worst start through 10 games for the public in the last 20 years one of the games that I'm curious about, because it is so public already, is the Saints against the Rams this weekend. The Saints are, or the Rams rather, are a big public team. How do you feel about this one? Do you have a side that you like? I, I was on the under at 42 and a half at the very beginning of the week, and that line also has dipped due to the you know, current situation for uh, Cooper Cup being out. And it, honestly, guys, like I. Yeah, like the Rams are going to be like a little bit public, but I think they they shouldn't be. Like there's there's not real there's not a good indication of kind of what these teams actually are. Even if Matthew Stafford comes back, um, going up against the Saints team that has looked really good before, and Andy Dalton all of a sudden had awakened the offense, and Alvin Kamara was getting involved, but they've looked terrible, like downright terrible the last few weeks. So I'm not sure why the public 
is on the Rams and they've gotten burned by them so many times over the course of this year. But I think if this is a situation where the public decides to, to take the Rams just because they're getting them uh, at an underdog price and they don't think the Saints team is very good, then, yeah, it probably makes sense to take the other side. But I, I'd wait a little bit longer because there's still so many injury questions in this game. Is this the worst early slate of the year? <laughs> uh, it's not good. I, I, I'm trying to think of anything that, that really kind of gets me excited. Maybe maybe the Bears and the Falcons. That might be might the most entertaining game. Oh, God. Yeah, it's, 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 a, it's a total in the 50s. Um, other than that, maybe I, I suppose Browns and Bills, like, depending <laughs> on where that game might be. Uh, Eagles and Colts has a chance to be at least kind of interesting. Like what if, what if Jeff Saturday comes into the league, uh, beats Josh McDaniels, and then also takes down Nick Sirianni and the one loss Philadelphia Eagles. Like he's gotten more, uh, more bets in, in the last week for NFL coach of the year than Andy Reid, than John Harbaugh, than Mike Vrabel. Like it's absurd. And at some point, the guy who's never coached football before will, will have his day coming. But until then, they at least they're you know, more interesting and more entertaining than they were before. Heist, b- before we get you out of here, I, I want to get your thoughts on a question that we had earlier today. Is Mike Vrabel the best coach in the NFL right now? Is there a case to be made? I, there's absolutely a case to be made. Look at what they have on offense. There's nothing. I mean, Malik Willis goes into Arrowhead and, and brings that game into overtime. Their defense, which is one of the worst units statistically to start off the season in football, is now top five in, in yards per play. They've made themselves really, really good on the defensive side of the ball, and they've done a lot of that without Bud Dupree uh, available for them. Like, Vrabel's right now sitting at coach of the year at 100-1. to What? I, yeah. And, but the problem is that there's just too many other guys that are sitting in front of him, whether it be Sirianni or Brian Dable or, or my vote in uh, Pete Carroll, um, who's at 12-1. to uh, And that was after you know a, a five-point loss in Germany. To Tampa Bay, like Seattle could go to the playoffs with Geno Smith, and all of a sudden their their bottom five defenses turn into a top five defense. Like I, I don't understand how this is somebody not leading the pack in that category. Uh, Robert Sala deserves consideration for Coach of the Year. So I, I think the problem with Vrabel is that he won it last year, and there's just too many other narrative driven stories. But is he deserving of it? Absolutely, he is. He's Ben Heisler. Find his work over at BetSided and be sure to be following him on Twitter at Benny Heis. Heis, we appreciate the time as always, man. Great to catch up as always. And uh, we will be off next week for Thanksgiving, but we'll catch up with you after the holidays. Have yourself a happy Thanksgiving, my friend. You guys as well. Be good. Stay safe with whatever punishment comes somebody's way next. We'll do our best. That's Ben Heisler here on 101 ESPN.